0: Smackdown sucks so bad that somebody died Oh shit Oh shit Not only that he died He died because Fucking uh, Sammy Callahan Spoiled the end of Endgame To him <laughs> We got them both in baby we There rock. you go We fucking we <laughs> kick ass Yes folks a fan died at ringside At Smackdown Live because Sammy Callahan Spoiled Endgame he had a heart attack, collapsed right there.
1: I love that Sammy Callahan was ringside at SmackDown Live.
0: Well of course he was, man. He was just checking it out. <laughs> I mean he's a former WWE wrestler. This is payback for Enzo and Cass. He was uh he hacked into the uh into the stands because he was the hacker of NXT. <laughs> so that's how it worked. He
1: was the hacker of NXTA. Eh? That's an era I missed.
0: You don't remember him as the hacker of NXT? I don't remember Callahan in NXT at all. He was, um...
1: Oh, he
0: had the stupidest name, too. Uh, Solomon Crow. Solomon Crow, and he was a hacker, and they'd, like, make it all, like, staticky before he came on. Because, you know, that's still a thing in this day and age. Instead of making it pixelated like it normally would be, it's, like, staticky, like we're in the 1960s, and it's going through an antenna. <laughs> yeah, it was it was sad.
1: Sounds like it makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, that must have been that must have been a while ago. When I started watching NXT, it was right around the time Rusev got called up to the main roster.
0: I couldn't even tell you what time that was. I mean, I I remember that I remember uh, him in NXT. Probably but...
1: NXT or Evolution, right around that time period. So way back. Right. Not the beginning by any means. I didn't see any of Tyler Black. I didn't see, you know, none of that.
0: Yeah, back in the the old, old NXT, good, the good stuff. You can go back and watch it on the WWE Network, Pasty.
1: Yeah. Anytime you want. For just nine ninety nine. But that price might not last for long.
0: Oh, that—that's how we're ending it. Just it might not last that long. <laughs> oh shit!
1: I'm like, are we really jumping into the Sentinel like right off the bat?
0: Want to do that? We'll do that. Not really. I just you—you—you you, you gave me a segue and I had to take the bait, buddy. I uh, didn't, didn't want to just drop it there. Well, that's a little—that's a little hint for coming up. Yes. Find Please. out how much WWE Network's episode. gonna cost. Oh, fuck it.
2: It's gonna be good.
1: Trust Ladies us. Ladies and gentlemen. There will be Endgame spoilers throughout the show. No, just kidding. Neither of us have seen it yet.
0: Actually, i seen it in Superman Dies. Sorry.
1: Curse you, Fat Mac!
0: Well, pasty, let's let's get right into it. This is a... I think it's going to be a jam-packed show, so we might as well get right into Sponsors and, and, and pop this cherry early, baby.
1: Let's get that cherry popped. And the cherry poppa don't stop in Wilmer, Minnesota... Home of Qualities T-Shirt Company. Owned by my boy, that dude Saint. He's that dude with them T-shirts on that budget. High quality. Factory made. Shipped to you. In freshly sealed bags, iron folded. Everything you'd possibly expect from a T-Shirt Company and more. And if T-Shirts aren't your bag, they do vinyl decals too. And another fine company that does vinyl decals is MonsterWear Clothing. They have all your small runner bulk orders on decals, stickers, t-shirts, hoodies, hats, glassware, jerseys, and many other types and styles of fabrics, folks. Along with custom graphics and logo design services offered, MonsterWear Clothing is your one-stop shop, but you're going to want to make that second stop in Wilmer, Minnesota. At Qualities, and you don't have to live in Wilmer. You don't have to go to Wilmer. Send them up online, facebook.com. Search Qualities T-Shirt Company. Looks like we're blasting off again, Mac.
0: We are blasting off in (laughs) T-83 days, pasty.
1: God, it's coming up so fast. See, this is what we were talking about. It's It's far away, it's far away,
0: and now it's... Now it's less than a month away. Less than a month away. The 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 moon landing is happening right in Houston, Minnesota.
2: <coughs>
0: Get ready for a three day outer space themed music and camping festival that you can find as mentioned in Houston, Minnesota. <coughs> At the breathtaking Outback Ranch. They're going to have two stages. You're never going to miss the act, folks. You're never going to have any lull in between the acts. The festival is family-friendly. I want to emphasize that. There are tons of activities there for you. But not only that, there's also artists painting and creating all weekend long. There's independent food vendors that are going to satisfy all of your cravings. You, You can't go wrong. It's an amazing time. Have fun stay hydrated, stay positive, and what can you expect from the Galactic Get Down as far as music goes, well, let me let you know. We got Whiskey for the Lady, and that's not just the drink, it's also the group. Don't get me wrong. Hot Pink Hangover, The Missing Letters, Spare Change Trio, Porky's Groove Machine, Space Monkey Mafia, The Lowest Pair, Swashbuckler, Joe Sullivan, Chase Ingram, Jeremy Beeman, and of course, it wouldn't be a Galactic Get Down without that one guy, Smokin' and Joe and Dead Larry. July 18th through the 28th, 2019, again, Houston, Minnesota, at the Outback Ranch. Galactic Get Down. Be there or be cubicle.
1: Yes, it's always a great time. It's gonna be it's gonna be insane this year. Such a vast variety of music. It's gonna be hard to keep up with all of it, even though you'll never miss an act because of the two separate stages. It's gonna be so hard to wrap your head around, and the best part is, is 90% of these groups are made up of space nerds, just like us. But boy, did we beef last week when we brought you the 100% grade A beef.
0: It's Wagyu, bitch.
1: It was hardcore for our 100th episode. We had to bring you something special, and boy, WWE gave us a lot to run with. Calling up War Raiders.
0: Formerly War Machine.
1: Calling them up as the Viking Experience. Damn. Third name. Well, it seems that WWE heard our gripe and has changed their name yet again. And on Monday, on Raw, they appeared as the Viking Raiders.
0: Which isn't horrible. I no, don't mind it. It's, it's better. It's better. It's much better. Way better but than Viking Experience.
1: On the latest poll on ww.com, WW has them listed as the Viking Warriors. Oh my god.
0: Sheesh. I mean, to be fair, that's even better than Viking Raiders, in my opinion. But it's got war in it again. Yeah, so we we should bring that up. Allegedly, and it's hard to keep things straight, folks, but allegedly Dave Meltzer, before this whole Viking Warriors thing came out, said that the name change had nothing to do with war, and that's something the internet made up, and it was 100% to do with Vince McMahon did not want to keep their name from NXT, and that's the only reason they changed it to what it was. But that it was still like at the 11th hour and they had no time to come up with anything, so that's why they came up with it. But he alleges it had nothing to do with war. Maybe, maybe not, but the fact that now, as Pasty brought to our attention, that they're called the Viking Warriors, that sounds maybe more true that Vince didn't care about war in it. Which, to me, makes it even stupider that he wanted to change their name. Uh-huh. If it wasn't well, about war. Well, it's
1: dumb that he fell on Viking Raiders anyway. You know the internet culture, and you know you're going to have a slew of NFL memes Minnesota, surrounding LA all the time, right? Yeah, right, yeah. and it's just going to get worse as XFL comes closer and closer. Y- you don't want that. So if they change it to Viking Warriors, it's better. I think you can get Viking out of there. I still don't think it needs to be set.
0: The Machine Warriors.
1: How about the Raid Warriors? The Raid Warriors?
0: They could come to the ring with fucking Raid Wasp spray <laughs> and spray it in people's eyes and shit. That would be odd. They're the Raid Warriors.
1: You'll never see them move fast or do anything impressive again. They'll just be big dudes who spray people with
0: raid. Exactly. Don't want bugs? We got <laughs> you taken care of. These motherfuckers crash 205 Live and just fucking start spraying them down like flies. Squash the bugs! Oh, horrible.
1: So we'll see what their name is next week.
0: Because I'm sure
1: we're not done
0: yet. So, I mean, these guys, I'm trying to remember. I think they've only been in NXT for... I know i seen them live in ROH as War Machine five, four years ago. So let's say they went to NXT four years ago. Within four years, they've had five name changes as of right now. War Machine, War Raiders, Viking Experience, Viking Raiders, Viking Warriors. Within four years, five names so far. These guys are worse than fucking Johnny Mundo.
1: The problem is, too, is once they finally settle on something, nobody's going to give a shit about this team anyway. Do they now? No, I think they're already buried. I think since the Viking experience, as soon as the Viking experience crossed the threshold, I think you were done.
0: They got the Ascension treatment. They got the Sanity treatment. They got the we're a team from NXT so nobody gives a shit about us treatment. The Tyler Breeze Fandango treatment.
1: But this is the team you should give a shit about.
0: Can you think of a tag team that's come up from NXT now that I think about it. We, we We talked a little bit about this last week. How nobody, I, I said very few people from NXT are even given a chance. And that is true, but God, now that I think about it, I don't think a single tag team, um, the shield was not a tag team from NXT before people comment on, on that and send us emails and and FB stuff on that. That wasn't a tag team until they came to WWE. I don't think there's a, um, Iconics are on the border.
1: We don't know yet.
0: Exactly. They're on the border. They could go either way. Um, they haven't done as much as they could to promote them, though. They did. And don't get me wrong; they just gave them the tag titles, but they could have started them out stronger. Well, I, I don't know, that, Pacey. They,
1: they got them over in Australia.
0: Yeah, can you think of a tape team that's been successful? Uh,
1: no, I don't think so.
0: It's sad, and we know we know Vince doesn't care for tag teams in general. Ah, uh, we just know that, right? He should oh. start,
1: because I know one company that does. <laughs>
0: uh. Well, Pasty, we need to move along to the Savage Sentinel. Yes, oh god, this is a fat fucking Sentinel this week, too. Oh my gosh, it would, it would make the X-Men quiver in fear.
1: I think, I think there was not a day this week that this page did not grow exponentially with notes.
0: You and I would go back trading barbs so much to where you and I both had the same story written in completely different ways in two different sections of it. That's how great it was between you and I. We were Uh, busy. We were busy this week. That's good. We were busy little beavers. And I like beaver. I like to eat beaver. Beaver is good eats. Beaver is good eats, buddy. So what do we got in the Savage Sentinel to start out with, Pasty?
1: Okay, let's, uh, let's get down to business, shall we?
0: And defeat the Huns. (laughs) Disney fans know what I'm talking about.
1: Yes. I don't remember any of the songs from that movie. I was going to try to bust one out, and I'm like, nope, I don't got it. But at least you caught the reference. Almost came up with something from Pocahontas, but I'm like, nope, I don't got that either. Fuck.
0: Let's get down to business to defeat the Huns just around the river bend. (laughs) Be
2: our guest.
1: Let's get down to business. I don't got no time to play around. What is this? That was Disney, right?
0: Yep. You know it. <laughs> I mean, pretty soon they're going to own that, too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> so, yes. Retroactively speaking, in 20 years, easily, yes, that's Disney.
1: During Thursday's quarter one earnings call with WWE executives, a WWE Network relaunch was discussed. Ooh. WWE co-president, George Barrios stated that the team has been working on the new platform for over a year and it will include new features that the fans have been clamoring for the new platform will continue to develop over the next few years but fans can expect the initial refresh to happen sometime in 2019 it seems as though we're getting the tiered version of the wwe
0: network after all buddy yeah that uh it only gives them eight months to roll this out and um we don't know. They did not mention it here at all. No, but you would you would have to think that
1: it would be my my strong guess because I mean this seems like it's the direction it's been moving in for two years now at least.
0: I can't see them taking away the nine ninety nine price point. No, as bad as they're doing in every other <laughs> venue, the network's the only thing that's actually being positive and improving. You wouldn't want to chase people away from that. So. Yeah. I could I could see them having a cheaper price point for less um stuff and a higher price point.
1: I wonder if they're going to do that free tier where you can watch whatever they want you to watch streaming in a loop. Right.
0: That would be possible. I don't think they'll do free
1: anything. I mean, they've got enough, like, D-side content on the network they could really shaft you with it and make you want
0: more.
2: Well, they, they already have
0: that, you know.
2: There's already
0: a, a streaming live streaming thing that's always on, so they already have a schedule set out. They could easily make that. I I don't see them doing anything free. That's not McMahon's style.
1: It was um, something the, that we had talked about the last time. This. Came oh up. yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's it's an option. I just don't see Vince doing it. My biggest question is, what would you have the higher tier be? You can't, you can't take away any of the. Regular pay-per-views, and, I, and by regular I mean the big four and sixteen, whatever sixteen pay-per-views. That's never going to go above nine ninety-nine, at least not anytime soon. So what do you include? Do you, you would have to include. They would have to get rights to some of these indie shows they've talked about. You would think Evolve they work with and some of the um um uh, um English or or European mm-hmm. ones that they work with. Maybe well, that now
1: would be the time for WWE to start rallying any kind of allies allies in the in the national scene. For sure. Because everybody's teaming up. This is this is the Avengers Civil War building right before our very
0: eyes. Speaking of that, I was I was wondering the other day as I sat down and listened to Something to Wrestle With with Conrad Thompson and Bruce Pritchard. How fucking sketchy is this whole thing going to get? So you got Bruce and Conrad, who are on the MLW network, which is owned by Court Bauer, who owns MLW Wrestling. is where their podcast stream's from. Uh, Conrad is closely associated with, though as far as I know, not actually employed by AEW, but closely associated with, correct? Very closely. And you got Bruce Pritchard, who is he employed on the by w- of Cody's bed. right? <laughs> <laughs> and you got Bruce Pritchard, who is employed by WWE. So you got these three rival big name factions that are working together on this one podcast. So far, I haven't noticed an actual difference or anything, but man, it that could get messy.
1: Oh yeah, no, this is this is something we're going to rehash when we do this segment next week. Next week we're gonna have a segment for, for you about sure. all the shit that we think is going on behind the scenes right now. All these lines that are being drawn, you know, all this even just stemming from the idea of the DX Hall of Fame ceremony, and and, and going from there. Because there's a lot that I don't think anybody really thinks about. And hey, it might, might might all be bullshit, but I think it's pretty logical when you come at it from the points we're gonna get across.
0: It'll That'll be a good segment. It'll be interesting, and I think it'll give people something to think about. Uh, something else for people to think about, though, pasty, is that during an MKE independent event in Wisconsin, CM Punk possibly, maybe, could have did a run-in under a mask during an Ace Steel versus Direct St. Holmes match. Actually, connecting with a GTS, which Barely. was his wrestling finisher, as Pasty said, it was a really shitty GTS. It didn't
1: look like it was on um, his part, though.
0: It looked a little it of looked both. like
1: uh, who was it that he did it to? He did it to Derek. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Way, I don't. Either way, it looked remember, like the guy jumped was... too far away from. Yeah.
0: Um, Silas Young was on Busted Open Radio. And he would not 100% say that it was Punk. Now, Silas Young was part of promoting this event. He would not 100% say that it was CM Punk. He discussed why Punk might have made the appearance. He mentioned that the building that they wrestled in is set to be torn down next month, and Punk wrestled in that building early on in his pro wrestling career. He's probably also wrestled in a thousand other buildings early on, but who knows? Yeah, but if
1: it was like his first big one or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe,
0: or if we know Punk, he probably doesn't care about anything in the past before he got famous, but we don't know. Also, the two talents involved, Steele and Holmes, broke in the business together along with Punk. Although, as we've learned from the lawsuits and the WWE stunts he's pulled, he doesn't seem to care about his friends from the past in wrestling, so again, an asterisk on that. Um... Silas also added that Punk was not in the building during the show, but rather sitting in a waiting car and immediately left after the spot. There were claims that he was in the in the show. He wasn't. There is a picture of CM Punk from allegedly around that area wearing the same uh, hoodie mm-hmm. that the person who ran and did. Now, take this as you will, but the Barstool's Robbie Fox claims this isn't the first time Punk has done this. For what it's worth, he's appeared at indie shows as a masked character for years now. I don't know that I buy that. I think there would have been some sort of hints about it if this blew up the way it did. Right,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Come on, Rob. Fox. I
1: feel like it was Punk. And I feel like maybe, maybe the reason he actually did it is because of what happened last week. And I think last week... Maybe he realized he's not good enough for that world, and maybe this
0: is you know. See it as always, and why we're perfect for the show together. I, I think it could be Punk, but I don't think it was. It's hard to say the for body a few reasons. Like one, it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it that did. was going to be one of my points. One, he didn't move or even look like Punk, but he's like fifty pounds less than he was when he was in WWE, so wouldn't look like him which would be a good reason for if you think it looked like punk it probably wouldn't be but i didn't think it looked like him i thought it looked very much not like him i thought he walked or moved different than punk his gts was different but again the, the thing that makes this difficult is he hasn't wrestled for close to a decade in it paced. Past-
1: it's pretty damn close yeah it's been
0: a long time a lot longer than you'd think his GTS wouldn't be crisp. We no. know his body shape is different. We know that 100%. We talked about how he could wrestle on 205 Live now. Last week we talked about that. Mm. Um. So, I mean, these things may or may wouldn't have. The biggest thing that makes me think it wasn't him is he... Why would you purposely get a picture in a hoodie that some masked guy is going to run in and do your special move-on?
1: Unless last week you realize that that world wasn't for you. You know, that was the last straw. It was a three-man competition. You came in last place.
0: That picture allegedly happened that day in that area, pace. Yeah, I know, I know. So it seems to me like he purposely took that picture with that sweater so that somebody... Could put that sweater on under a mask and now... it look, Like, if you were going to wear a mask and run in and do that, you would have done it in something you weren't wearing the
2: whole time. Cause you yeah, but that's be how you play the
1: internet. You know what I mean? You want people to think it's you, but you want the, the controversy where people say it's not you.
2: I that's think, 100% what they got right now.
1: On, on purpose. And I... <clears throat> if it was punk... I will be the first one
0: to say he shouldn't wrestle.
1: No, I I won't say that. <laughs> you watched him in the ring. But I I'll will say, say it. That was the fastest <laughs> redemption of a Jerry of the Week, and he was a golden. Oh player. no,
0: no, no! First of all, if that was Punk, he is doubling up on Jerry of the Week for fucking up his own finisher in the but, ring. But let's dive into my quick. Because AJ Styles a made a, a
1: fucking AJ Styles. I'm gonna take you to a beautiful place, and I think you might cream yourself just thinking. Hold on, about- though. I just want to
0: emphasize this: AJ Styles made a Styles Clash work on a jabron chinless bastard when he tucked his head in, and CM Punk couldn't hit a fucking GTS. So if that was him, he should not ever step in a wrestling ring again because he cannot wrestle right now. At this point, I, mean, I will right say that now- Hasty can wrestle better than him.
1: But if that was his first time getting in the ring, of course he'd be rusty.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he sucks. And yeah. just fucking, you don't, you're not good at any combat sport. Go start a podcast. I'll listen to it. <laughs> no, Go ahead, I, uh, no, I want, I want a cream Pasty. Let me cream. Okay,
1: okay. So this is going on at the same time. Shad Khan is is on a couple of interviews, or at least one interview this week. Where he talks a lot about when when the scene is brought up and how he's, he's not sure that it was Punk. But if Punk was ever in the wrestling world again, he would be willing to go to extremes to make sure it was under All Elite Wrestling.
0: He went as far as to say that was the first talent he wanted to pick up. Yes. Before the Young said. Bucks.
1: Like, yep. yeah, and Jericho. So, like, <clears throat> and with, with, with Jericho in All Elite, this all happening right now. And last week, when we talked about Austin Aries hinting at possibly signing something that might come to fruition in Vegas, those three men in one company that's not WWE at the same time tell me that's not something. Even if CM Punk's not at the top of his game. That
0: is fire. Let me say this, Pasty. You'll see CM Punk signed in AEW if you see super mario maker come out before december <laughs> i'm just gonna put that out there we know that's not happening so oh, it is there <laughs> you go june 28th good old punk you'd, uh, he uh he'd be a good name but at again as we've learned even outside of wrestling i think he as a person is a poisonous being and i think it would well, a lot of people would say the same thing about in.
1: austin aries though
0: People would, but Austin Aries has the fucking talent right now. His last few matches have fucking been amazing. Everything we've seen Punk do in the last while has been awful. So there's something to say about, uh, you know, people could say that Hulk Hogan wasn't a great wrestler and he was poisonous backstage, but he drew fucking money. But if somebody's a poisonous wrestler and they're fucking Fandango, you're not going to bring him in. CM Punk is Fandango at this moment. He's nothing he he has a little bit of name recognition but not even mainstream because he's never had he any gave it real some time UFC and fights wrestling and he's, training
1: back in i think he could get back to a decent level i don't think he's under he could that. but
0: why would you want him if he's just going to shit on your company you know what i mean if he's just going to ask go ahead and ask Colt Cabana if he would trust hiring CM Punk to work for well, his company i know company. he wouldn't Okay, and that's his best friend. Man, I still might be inclined to hire him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that's because we're lower than fucking MLW, buddy. <laughs> but We're catching uh, up. 100 and you know, uh, hundred and
1: one Dalmatians.
0: I loved... I, I will be the first to say I loved CM Punk from the moment I first watched him until his very last match in WWE. I defended CM Punk through all the bullshit WWE put him through because they did put him through bullshit from yeah. almost everybody's account ever since he's been gone from WWE, I have just been disgusted with who the person is. And I don't want I don't want to watch him again, Pasty. I honestly don't. Like, if somebody said, if we brought Chris Benoit back tomorrow, would you want to watch him in a match? No. No. He did great matches, and I can go back and watch the matches he had, but he disgusts me as a human. So, get the fuck out of here. Nobody needs you. Shut up! Sean Khan wouldn't hire him.
1: Everybody still listens to Michael Jackson.
0: But Michael Jackson has never done anything and has never been convicted of anything or even publicly did anything. The only thing Michael Jackson's ever done has been a joke on South Park. That's the only, like, negative shit he has on him at this point. It's not like R. Kelly who has videos of him pissing on girls. Michael Jackson has only been a joke on South Park. That's the only negative shit you can bring up in his whole career.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Through my perspective, though, if, if, you know, his loss last week was an eye opener to him, maybe, maybe he changes his ways altogether. You know what I mean? Maybe if he did, what and, he he proved himself? and what he's been doing hasn't been working for him. I'm willing to give him another chance.
0: I would if he would prove that. First. Yeah,
1: yeah, it has to be there. There's gonna have to be work there for sure.
0: Redeem. He needs to be redeemed. He needs to redeem himself. Redemption. Punk is to keep one right of the
1: right fucking all time greats. One of my favorite people to watch in the ring. Agreed. And yes, I would watch him again. And if him, <sighs> Chris Jericho, and Austin Aries wind up under the same umbrella, I will weep tears of joy.
0: Yeah, but you, let's look at it this way, and then we could you imagine just three
1: egos clashing randomly at the top? And not even all the time. Jericho, you've got the goat. You've got the best in the world, and the greatest man who ever lived. I I, I gotta dig the booking. You got the fucking triforce.
0: Yeah, I I gotta dig the booking, pasty. I'll leave it at that. I ain't even gonna say what I was gonna say because you got the best. uh, You got the best end to that. So I mean that. Yes, that it books itself. (laughs) It does. It's money. You would have. You would have
1: the rock stone cold era but with three figures at the top
0: so, so what else do we have though i agree with you 100 uh, i got nothing more to say no on i that. could
1: go on this forever i probably
0: shouldn't i know we could so what do we got <laughs> next man
1: viceland announced tuesday that it would be producing a brand new 10 episode deep Fi- deep dive i almost said deep five that's like a deep six but one less uh baron corbin's new move <laughs> yes <laughs> into some of the best independent wrestling on the planet The series, simply called The Wrestlers, will highlight various wrestling programs across the world. This could be great exposure for some underrated, unknown companies and talent. It's always a good thing. Was It it was Viceland, too, that did the the, the CZW show that I watched. They did. They did a great
0: one. And they also have a six-part documentary right now critically acclaimed and almost every wrestling person actually every wrestling personality i've heard talk about it has said it's amazing i haven't got to watch it yet but it's called dark side of the ring and they bring up the montreal screw job they bring up bruiser brody's uh stabbing they they talk about all the shit that the wrestling industry wants you to cover up but they do it in such a professional way and they talk to so many actual people involved that, as I said, every wrestling personality I've heard talked about it said it was great. And they loved it. So the fact that they did so good with Dark Side of the Ring, I'm excited for this one. Because yeah, their their CZW one was
1: awesome.
2: They, no, they, I, I think
1: it's funny because most people hate Vice and, and Viceland because... <laughs> and I'm just sitting here like they do some good shit. Who I hates? don't pay attention I've, to I've, all I've never them.
0: heard anybody who didn't like it. It's all like I, all the I complete anti-establishment uh station. They do shit. They've gone into Afghanistan during the wars. They've gone into Colombia to talk about the drug shit. Like on like foots feet on the ground shit. I've I guess the people I hang with I've never heard anybody say anything negative about it. From what I hear they do they do Republicans share don't share like of, it. And uh, I know Republican you like Republicans. Any research. <laughs> oh, they're the exact opposite. Like I said, they're feet in the ground people. Like they're literally in Colombia talking about the drug shit and talking to the people there. I watched the one when they were, I think it was Afghanistan, when they were actually getting bombed in that city and they were recording as it was happening. I think it's just Republicans that don't like Viceland. Woke. I i guess I've never heard anything negative about it because of that reason, because they're one of the few play things that actually go to the sources and talk to, just like these wrestling ones, they actually talk to wrestlers instead of just doing what you and I do, I guess, but I didn't want to call us out like that. So with that being said, pasty, um, the newest victim of politics backstage, Bobby Roode, who is now known as Glorious Robert Roode. He shaved his beard. You know, honestly, if, if you're talking to somebody who's watched Bobby Roode for over a decade now. This is the Robert Roode that I loved. Yeah. I didn't he like have
1: been the whole time. Yeah,
0: I didn't like that they brought him in as Bobby Roode. I always liked Robert Roode. I liked him pulling out the double R spine buster. I liked him coming out in robes and being fabulous. I liked him when he was stuck up in beer money and he was all about money. he was kind of the the JBL that I liked. And uh so I kinda like this one. Um they didn't really change him too much or changing his gimmick, but I like it. He's the glorious Robert Rude. This, like you said, Pacey, this is what he should have been brought in as, I think. Yeah. This is a f the rare positive change that we're talking about.
1: I will say he looks a whole lot more like ravishing Rick Rude now than he ever has.
0: Oh, but who but who better in, in this wrestling world to emulate? I love this. I think it's something positive. I think it's what he should have done, and I think this is a good turning point for him. And uh, we'll see what happened. Did he get Did he get uh, shook up or drafted or whatever?
1: He's on Raw now. So he got split up from Gable. I think Gable got drafted. Okay. Back down.
0: So that would be good. So he gets to start all over with a, a new kind of gimmick. And this is the kind of gimmick he should have. He should be a heel. He should be arrogant. He should be a Rick Rude type person. Yeah. They could have... I- I'm for this
1: 100%, don't get me wrong, but they could have just naturally like had this transition happen over a couple of weeks rather than just be like, Oh, uh, you know me, but now
0: I'm Robert Rude, and I'm a bad dude. Oh, I agree. that It'd be so much better if they slow-burned it, but that's not WWE's fashion, especially during and the I mean, It doesn't up. have to be a slow-burn. Like, Give me two, three weeks.
1: Yeah. Just where one week he's a good guy, the next week he realizes maybe that's not the best thing, and then he heel turns on somebody.
0: WWE's like, nope, we're shaking shit up. That's it. I remember, I think the first superstar draft, maybe the second, they drafted Triple H to SmackDown. He was on SmackDown one day. Yep. He wasn't on. He wasn't on either show the next week, and the very next week he was raw the whole time.
1: I was actually and just he, that's watching, watching one of the, the biggest best of names the drafts that I saw that year. He was pissed on <laughs> the
0: backstage. And, and, and Triple H, he gets his way, folks. As much as <laughs> people like to say he doesn't. Yeah. Tell your dad to put me back on Raw. I could just see him like (laughs) Cartman. But Steph! Who else is good? Well, I'll tell ya.
1: Former WWE writer and Shakara star R.D. Evans is back to wrestling after quitting WWE. There is a life after WWE, folks. No way. For some people, anyway. Evans got in trouble after Bret Hart had met- mentioned Vince McMahon's name during his Hall of Fame speech, and then decided to quit after getting in trouble over it. Good for him. Right. He also teases a new wrestling persona of Quitman. I love it.
0: That's great. It's so good. Now we do have to uh, put in a little uh, amendment here. Last week we reported what everybody else was reporting that Artie Evans had been fired backstage but since then, almost all accounts say that Vince McMahon blew up at him yelled at him, chastised him, but did not fire him and R.D. Evans actually quit which as you said, Pasty, I think good for him that's what you need to do why the fuck doesn't talent
1: operate like backstage staff, why the fuck can you just say you quit and be out
0: Sasha did (laughs) Luke Harper did all these motherfuckers did, I mean we haven't gotten to it, yeah I know, I know (laughs) I gotta shut up. I, I'm usually the one slapping your hand for that <laughs> shit. Here I go, jumping the gun. What an asshole. Uh. Oh, but somebody who is jumping the gun and, and might be making some moves, some shakes, swinging the thing as he likes to do. One of my favorite wrestlers, and, and one of Pasty's favorite penises, Joey Ryan, who is currently a free agent since being granted his release from Lucha Underground last month. See, they let people go if they don't want to be there. Why not? He's been drawing interest from WWE, and not in the bank account sort of way. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, the sports entertainment conglomerates have been in contact with Ryan about joining the company. Meltzer says, WWE asked if he was willing to move to Orlando, wrestle a few years possibly, and then move into a coaching position. (laughs) Ha! doesn't sound bad, but Meltzer also implied the King of Dong style would have accepted WWE's offer maybe 10 years ago? But he's almost 40, Pacey. He's 39. And looks to Joey Ryan... Too. Oh, shit, yeah. I
1: think he looks younger than either of us.
0: He looks he looks younger than AJ. He is, but AJ's only like 43. Uh, but at 39, he doesn't want to take a pay cut to start with WWE. And yes, folks, he would be taking a pay cut considering all of the shows that he works and main events. And pasty, I think we speak for all wrestling fans and saying, Please don't do it, Joey! Don't join the E!
1: You know where you need to go, Joey. The E, that's your choice. I don't think the choice could be possibly easier for him. Honestly. Take a pay cut and go to never make it to the main show. He might get to do dick flips on NXT though, which might be a bucket list thing.
0: That would be cool. That would be cool, and he probably could in NXT. And, and,
1: and I would be happy to see that. And yeah, he could get away with that in NXT. I have next to no doubt.
0: They he might not watch NXT. He doesn't care. Yeah. Triple H doesn't. Triple H is all about crotches. That's his thing. But I mean, that's how he became president. Was through a crotch.
1: Isn't kind of his decision already made when he's all over being the elite?
0: Weekly. Well, obviously he can always do what he wants to do, uh but yeah, I I do not see him <laughs> going to WWE. It would really shock. It'd be more shocking to see Joey Ryan in WWE right. than CM Punk in AEW. Easily, way more surprising.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and Joey Ryan is a current wrestler, and CM Punk isn't. But I still think that yeah, doesn't need to happen. Doesn't need to happen. Nope. No,
1: he's, he's one of the ones who are just damn good enough to never, ever need to have to be there.
0: His gimmick's good enough. His wrestling is is decent enough, depending on what matches you put him in. But he can work hardcore. He can work joking. He can work mixed tags. He, You know, world's cutest tag team was amazing. In fact, he keeps getting bombarded with uh, tweets asking, Where is your former partner? Where's the girl you're always with? Where We know where she is.
1: He should be the man to say... No, I'm just too good for your product. And then accept the fact that they never reach out to you for the rest of your life.
0: I was going to say, I'd love to say you would do that, but you'd never want to burn that WWE bridge. Man, at his level, you could. Yeah, but you never want to. Just because you can doesn't mean you should, pasty.
1: It might make him want you more, like a jilted boyfriend at 14. (laughs) Former Impact wrestler, Mahabali Shira, who was recently released by WWE, has rejoined Impact for the foreseeable future. Shira worked at NXT Live events under the name of Amanpreet Singh, presumably as a relative of the Singh brothers, but was never used on television. Could we see him at the upcoming Rebelli- Re- Rebellion Pay-Per-View? Almost made it to the end there.
0: Um, You know, me personally as somebody who Follows Impact. I don't watch it as religiously as I used to. I didn't care for Mahal- Mahabharata. now I'm fucking up Mahabali Shiro, and um, I didn't want to see him in NXT or WWE, and I'm not excited to see him back in Impact. But again, especially for a uh, a small independent company, I think it's great to have that worldwide appeal. This is somebody. India is one of the biggest markets. Wrestling and I think it's great to have somebody in that market, obviously.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean it's it's good that he's able to wrestle.
0: It is good. anytime people can leave WWE and go somewhere else and still be it is relatively
1: awesome. televised.
0: Yeah, nationwide. I mean national television.
1: Things could be worse.
0: Things could be worse. You could be injured. And uh I hate to say it but we're getting into that portion of the show Woo! folks where we talk about people who are injured and or leaving I just I got to take a drink for these folks
2: yes, I'll mix First off them. on
0: the first off on the list that's longer than we ever wanted to see because honestly one's more than we want to see but nonetheless Brian Alvarez reports Jeff Hardy may have suffered an injury to his right knee during the April 20th house show in Madison Wisconsin folks quit laughing that's not why okay we get it it's Jeff Hardy it's weed there we go. Um, he was noted to be limping significantly the next night in Rochester, Minnesota, which indicates to some that surgery may be required. Pasty, it's worth noting that he used to be a drug addict, and this happened on April 20th. No, that's not what we need to no. know. It's worth mentioning that Jeff Hardy has had a bad knee since he broke his leg in a dirt bike accident in 2015. And since then, he has continued working with a torn PCL.
1: I just find it funny that as a professional wrestler, you'd be like, yeah, I'm going to ride a dirt bike. Oh, he doesn't care. No, no, he doesn't. And he was probably on drugs at the time. Yeah, he got a lot of heat for that from Impact because he was their champ at the time. Oh, funny, he's tag champ right now. Yeah, yeah, that's it's really bad timing for the Hardy Boys to just take the titles off the Usos to move the Usos to Raw to now have vacant titles. And the bar is not there because... Sheamus is out, and something else happened.
0: WWE has had some bad luck with injuries since WrestleMania. Like, really bad. This is not helping them at this point, where they're so low in ratings.
1: Mm -hmm. Granted, the Hardy Boys are just an auxiliary draw.
0: Still, Hardy Boys are out, Daniel Bryan's out, Nia Jax is out. Thank God for Uh, that. There's a thousand other people out that are, that are named. Double that... knee
1: surgery on that. Were we going to talk about that?
0: No. Okay. We well, now we've talked. We've already talked about I mean, she had it, and it's been successful, and we wish her the best of luck. I want to see her back. I think she has a place in WWE. I think with time she could be great, and I hope they give her time. Folks, Chris Sabin announced on Twitter Wednesday that surgery on his right knee was successful. He had torn his ACL at an ROH taping in Atlanta. This is the third time this poor man has had his career torn down from a tear requiring surgery and it has happened as jeff hardy did also during tag team championship runs and impact wrestling from a uh, from a as, motorcycle or a dirt
1: bike incident five years ago no but
0: ironically as the motor city machine guns so we got Motor <laughs> motor neck- city motorcycle i'm connecting city. the lines here uh following the injury though saban has taken a position with impact wrestling as an agent producer so it's awesome that he is still getting work from impact which he has been a long time player for while he's injured not all
1: heroes wear capes or singlets or cover their glistening bodies in oil or have sexy fine abs like finn balor During a match between Tyler Breeze and Velveteen Dream, NXT referee Tom Caster apparently broke the loving hell out of his leg. Now, did he call off the match or motion for a replacement? Hell no! This bona fide badass completed calling the match and dropped to the floor for the most stomach-churning three-count of all time. You can check the video on our Facebook page twice. We were super excited about this. it's, his foot is twisted ninety degrees. It's one of those things, folks. That oh. it's gonna hurt your stomach to see, but it's gonna make you so happy.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like the Sid Vicious jumping off the top rope thing. It's sick, but you gotta give him credit.
1: And reportedly, when they got him backstage, he told one of the producers, "I love
0: this job. I love this." Yeah, yeah. It was his brother. They're both uh, wrestlers. Or, they're go. both um, referees. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was that's all he had to say. He gave him a, he squeezed his hand because that is. For those of you who don't know, that's the universal wrestling. Watch it sometimes, folks. You might not notice this. Whenever there's a big move where somebody could be injured, but obviously it's wrestling. It's planned. The ref comes down and grabs the wrestler's hand. And if the wrestler squeezes it twice, that means they're good. That's a way that you can do it without somebody like saying, Hey, I'm good, or giving a thumbs up or nodding or something mm. stupid. And you couldn't do it it's once just something it simple, it would
1: be an involuntary convulsion.
0: Exactly. So it's it's kinda cool. It's a neat little thing. This is awesome for the main fact that he's a fucking referee and he could easily roll out and just have somebody else come in and do it. There like, was he somebody could in the
1: ring. There was another ref in the ring from what I saw from the clip. But he's the one who called the pinfall. But he, yeah, but he
0: was like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm, I'm finishing the match. And he's
1: going to, he's going to be a legendary referee. Like, he's going to, I'm assuming somewhere down the line, he'll be like Earl of...
0: Pacey, this motherfucker needs to get the Warrior Award next year. I'm fucking oh, putting fuck it down yeah. right now. Yeah. He deserves it. This was an NXT house show between Tyler Breeze and Velveteen Dream. Which is good There was no ISO. fucking... F- yeah, there did no, there's no flexing of your nuts at this point. This wasn't a main event between fucking Rock and Stone Cold. This wasn't Madison Square Garden with Hogan and Andre. This was a fucking um Omaha fucking NXT house show between Tyler Breeze and Velveteen Dream nobody had to fucking flex their nuts here nobody would have cared if either dream or tyler breeze got injured and just called the match off right right because nobody was watching it they were all getting popcorn
1: right then i would have been watching it that's oh my it's God. kind of a dream i never knew i had i would love to see those guys just oh see i breeze love both of pass them pass the torch if there no, was a torch to pass
0: the <laughs> i think they're torch. both great and all that but you know what i'm saying like this isn't something he had to fucking do yeah this wasn't a this wasn't a pay per view main event. He could have easily just rolled out of the ring. Ra- he could have called. They could have called the match off. Nobody would have noticed or cared. They would have said, "Oh shit!" The referee snapped his leg. Of course, they called the match. We understand, right? But no, he was like, "Fuck this!" Hey, I'm counting three.
1: Bitches. It makes me feel really good to hear that somebody loves their job at WWE.
0: Oh, you know what? <laughs> It's- Pacey, I didn't even think of this, but yeah, we should really promote that. Somebody cared that much about WWE. That's a good thing. Well, I guess
1: it's NXT, but still, yeah.
0: Well, he's a WWE referee. I, I don't know if he does any main roster shit or not. I don't know any of the referees nowadays. We used to know them all, but... Um, no, that's a good point, Pacey. I'm glad you brought that up. Somebody cares so much about WWE that they did this. Wow. I love that.
1: I'm sure the crowd popped like, hell for him when he broke his leg, though. You know what I mean? So you got that high of the crowd is cheering for you, whoever would have thought that would happen.
0: Hopefully, within this next week, we'll get video of what happened, because we don't have that yet, no, we folks. we The video we have is just of him already injured and making the count, so we don't... From all the reports I read, either, nobody knew exactly where it happened. Have you heard anything about where what spot they think it happened? I have not. Okay, so... It'd be cool if we did get something like that. and we will it, By next week, if we do, we'll update you and we'll have it on our Facebook page twice, maybe four times. Probably. We don't know. Six? Who knows? Somebody who may or may not be happy with WWE is the son of the great Boris Malenko, who ICP swears they didn't steal the name from, but I'm 90% sure they did. <laughs> yeah. Right, uh, the great Malenko. We're huge wrestling fans, but we've never heard of the great Malenko, they the wrestler. They weren't in rest- They weren't in WWE at the same time. Uh, no, not with Boris Malenko. Fuck no, he was like oh, 60s. Well, Dean? well, yeah, obviously, but that was before they were in WWE too. The yeah. Great Malenko. Okay. Now we're getting off on a tangent. We, we tried to hold these in. Oh out Juggle the other one. All right, so anyways, Dean Malenko folks is no longer working for the w w e but there are conflicting reports about whether he quit or was let go
1: I'm hearing and quit with more so than
0: many anything. with so many wrestlers that both both have quit and have been let go. Of, Recently, it's hard to keep them fucking straight, anyways. We just told you about honestly, uh, right here. I heard heard, Gene
1: Malenko was in charge of booking tag teams, and if that's the case in WWE,
0: you really can't (laughs) they don't need him, (laughs) they don't fucking need him. So, by all accounts, either was mutual, though, and no bridges were burnt on either end. So, both have walked away from this friendly. But if he's got experience booking tag teams,
1: I know a place with a very bright future for him, which might be dangerous. Quit hiring
0: WWE, guys! At first, Sports Illustrated broke the news that he had quit, but recently, PW Insider suggests that a huge influx of new producers have been brought into the company in the past six months, with older producers being cycled on and off the road. And the 58-year-old Malenko, who had been with the E for two decades, pasty, might have just been laid off by management for his own personal physical well-being. Uh, Vince McMahon could change every person around him and still not realize that he is the problem, as we all know. Mm. Um, This one, again, it's just like, this could go either way. Uh, there's no real one way or the other. We all know that both Sports Illustrated and PW Insider are usually pretty good and knowledgeable mm. in it. You know, I could see Dean Malenko wanting to leave. I could see WWE wanting to move on. I could see both of them saying, hey, I'm 60 fucking years old. I don't want to travel around and do all this shit. You know, so it's hard to say what happened here. What we can say is Malenko is a super underrated performer and personality in the pro wrestling world because as a wrestler... He puts on phenomenal matches. In fact, he was involved in probably one of the very best ECW matches of all time.
1: He's the man of a thousand being, holds. Uh,
0: Yeah, Dean Malenko versus Eddie Guerrero in ECW. WCW, he did great. WWE, it's not the place for him. It never was. But backstage, he was so great that he actually just fit in perfectly and lasted 20 years. So... Despite whether he left or was let go, either way, let's just celebrate Malenko's career and say thank you for everything you gave us, whether we realized you were involved in it or not.
1: Yes, very much so. NWA announced earlier today that longtime women's champion Jazz has relinquished her title. Jazz will also no longer be competing at the Crockett Cup. No reason as to this turn of events
0: has been given as of this recording.
1: But I'm sure we'll have more for you guys next week.
0: Yeah, it's kind of just, it's one of those things kind of like Daniel Bryan's injuries where they're not giving us any information.
1: Now this is Jazz, Jazz. like Jazz has been around
0: forever. Jazz has been around forever. Yeah. She is a badass wrestler. She's a take no nonsense woman. She is a a hell of a a champion and a hell of a pro wrestler. And then one of the women back in the day that was part of the women's revolution before anybody knew there was a women's revolution, you know. So we hate to see her lose the title, especially something as prominent as NWA, and with NWA continuing to build their brand. You said Jazz and Taz were never in a tag team together. That would be awesome. <laughs> I want to see Jazz and Taz versus uh, Candice LeRae and Joey Ryan. I'd settle for a Jazz and Taz podcast.
1: Uh, Call it the Jazz and Taz Rasmataz.
0: It would have to be nah, uh, it, it would have to jazz. be a radio show. Taz doesn't do podcasts. He's too good for that. He does radio shows.
1: Sounds like a podcast to me.
0: Well, something that doesn't sound like a podcast is Dean Ambrose is possibly finished with the WWE. He wrestled what WWE is billing his final match in the company at the Shield final chapter that aired on WWE Network that I still haven't watched. There was a match. I thought it was just like,
1: I watched them talk to Michael Cole and that's what aired before the thing, but I didn't watch it.
0: Oh, you didn't watch the actual match? <laughs> no, I just watched yeah. him talk. <sighs> um, uh, for months now, it's been alleged that Ambrose would not be signing a new contract with the E, departing at the end of April. His profile on WWE's official website recently was moved to the alumni section. A lot of people still think that this is going to be a storyline. I still, I'm still thinking it could be a work. I don't know one way or the other. I'm saying no, but I'm I'm keeping my mind open to it. Yeah, Dean deserves better than what he's had recently.
1: Who is he going to come back and fuck? Because he's got to come back and fuck somebody really good, right? Roman or Seth. One of the two, and he can't fuck them both because they're not on the same show. So who are you going to fuck, Dean? Are you going to fuck Seth
0: for the championship? The thing I don't get is WWE A has never promoted somebody leaving that early. B always holds out on promoting any big name leaving early. Right,
1: they just future endeavors them at the very and end. And these people
0: are—they literally made a WWE Network special because of a guy leaving. That's a big name. Arguably, like, it just, the it least doesn't seem influential Vince, member of the Shield. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like it's Vince's style. It's weird. It really doesn't. It's really weird. So. If if it is, if
1: they're faking this, they fake Roman's cancer, though, right?
0: (laughs) I I don't. I'm still on the fence about that. I really, ever since he came back, I'm just like, that's not. Come on, I like to think that. Yeah, come on. But that that's a different thing. We don't need to get into that. But what I do want to say is, if WWE, if this is legit, and Dean Ambrose gave them his notice a long time ago, and this is how they've been handling it. I give them credit, because this is how it should be handled the majority of the time. Right. Oh, Not, and I mean, not all the Dean time. Dean
1: Ambrose didn't go out on social media saying anything negative about the company either. So it's like, you know... Which if, also if, makes if, you If, wonder if you're going to let again, things go that way, then you should give people this kind of farewell.
0: Remember, his wife still works for him, so he can't bury him too much. He's right. not He's not um, Alberto Del Rio. He's not going to just sell his fucking woman out. Um. So, yeah, it's... This is so weird. This is one of the the biggest things where the, only in pro wrestling can you sit here and wonder if this shit's legit. Like, no other fucking form of entertainment do you sit here and be like, God, you know, <laughs> that actor said he's leaving CSI, but son of a bitch, if, I think he's going to return in the middle of the season.
1: If this is a fucking storyline, I will tip my hat, because I've been saying for years, I think WWE's is finally figuring out how to work the internet wrestling community?
0: They're trying. I mean, if this is a storyline, we're all at fifty percent. So they didn't do a great job of it. No, but
1: it's got the the point isn't the point isn't to keep it from being guessed. The point really is
0: keep you guessing.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I hear you. I hear you, Pasty. It. We're talking about it, right?
1: Yep. Oh shit! One thing we don't have on the news, and it's just. One of the pasty stupid, I'm going to put this in here. Exactly. Uh, Shane McMahon came out on SmackDown to rip Roman Reigns a new one for Superman, punching his dad in the face. And as he was going to say his dad should be the only face on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling, he said his dad should be the only face on the Rount Mushmore of wrestling.
0: Roll That's it what caused that trending. motherfucker to have a car a heart attack. Because it was during the Roman Reigns Shane McMahon face off that that motherfucker died. This motherfucker died he because Shane McMahon because the road said Rushmore. Round. Round Mushmore. He fucking literally laughed to death. He's one of them fucking weasels from uh Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And just laughed to death. It's insane. I love that I love round Rushmore. I it, might it look trended that It's trending
1: worldwide, I'm sure WWE wasn't happy about that. I saw lots of tweets with like Mount Rushmore with only Vince's face on him, but it's the same face all four times. Just real cheesy
0: though. round to Mount Rushmore. I
1: love it. <laughs> From now on, when you talk about the Mount Rushmore of wrestling, it has to be the Rount Mushmore of wrestling, right? I mean Shane.
0: I think that's what I think it needs to be called that. There there is no Mount Rushmore of wrestling. There is Mount Rushmore and there is Rount Mushmore. They're two separate things. It makes you think of
1: mashed potatoes, doesn't it?
0: No, No. not in the least.
1: (laughs) It's the Mount Rushmore carved out of mashed potatoes.
0: (laughs) Move on. Uh
1: Sasha Banks has still not appeared on WWE TV. Three weeks after WrestleMania, when the Boston Hug Connection dropped their women's tag team titles to the Iconics, a couple of weeks ago we discussed her shock and displeasure at the sudden last-minute change, and that she may seek release from the company. Say it isn't so. To this day, they're still at a stalemate. Good old Unky Dave reports... The word is if she wants to sit out the rest of her contract, she can sit it out. But she'll be sitting forever. As WWE can extend the contracts of its employees if they are not competing. In related news, WWE not only denied the release of Luke Harper, they also added six months to his contract for the time missed due to injury, and they may add more time if he continues to refuse to compete. So it does seem that the boss will be sitting if she continues to refuse to perform. They're, it's time to make an example.
0: And just there's to add people an who asterisk. can get away from
1: it with this, and then there's you guys.
0: Correct. And to add an asterisk to this, folks, where it says WWE can extend the contracts of its employees if they're not competing, if they're not competing, they can also freeze their pay. So they're yep. extending their contract doesn't mean they get to sit at home and collect a paycheck. Nope. That means that they'll collect the money even while they're sitting at home But once that money is paid off, WWE doesn't have to pay them, but WWE still owns them because that performer owes WWE the money that's already been compensated
2: to them. And they can
1: continue to extend your contract once it's frozen. So you're not competing, you're not getting getting paid, and you're not getting released.
2: And again, that's with an
0: asterisk because people like Rey Mysterio and others took it to court and courts say no. Let them go. So if these guys wanted to, they could take it to court, and they'll probably get out of their contract. Well, I mean, see them, but Bunker's they're gonna pay for to prove
1: that court cases aren't
0: cheap. Yeah, they're gonna <laughs> pay well, for the court proceedings. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, hard, hard to afford that lawyer if you're not getting. So paid. yes, there are other. It's it's a really messy situation, and it's Luke should just wrestle this. Luke should this wrestle. Is why we just yeah, but you know what? Why.
1: You Banks, so, I if, don't care if she sits out. I, I'm I'm over it. I was over it when we went over this last time, and I snapped off like a Republican.
0: The main thing about Vince McMahon is most people that work for him always say he doesn't want unhappy people working for him. If you don't want to work there, let him go. Go
1: be happy at your own house. During,
0: during WCW's time, that wasn't necessarily true. And now AEW's coming up, and that isn't necessarily turbulent. true.
1: Any, now, and is, he that, goes is, a liability.
0: is that smart from a business aspect? Yes. Yes, it is. Especially when ratings
1: are down as much as they are. I, I did not include in that first article in the Savage Sentinel about how negative everything is.
0: It's been bad. <coughs> it's And it's just continues. It's a trend. And for people who don't know Brody Lee, who, for the record, was Luke Harper before he, he joined WWE, this man is an amazing talent that you've only got to see glimpses of mm-hmm. in WWE. If he went to an AEW, if he went to an MLW, well, a Lucha Underground, back to PWG. D. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, so basically the, the day, same like sort of queen, thing. He
1: just I'm he could
0: he it. could make a big name anywhere. I don't know. I, as a business decision, I can't say it's bad. He
1: needs to wrestle and ride but... it out. He needs to make the money that he can while he can, like I said.
0: Do it. And then get out and do something else. Banks, Go you're ahead. a
1: woman. I think you should make that stand just for the women end of it. I think you're somebody who can kind of shake things up from the sidelines. if you can. And she's a spin. bigger name than Luke Harper, yeah, let's be yeah. honest. But she's not big enough to matter in the grand cog of things. It's not, you're not, WWE is not going to hurt from not having you on TV.
0: She's not. And let's be honest, what I'm going to say next actually isn't going to hurt WWE. But it would be great if um she got Snoop Dogg to not only boycott WWE, but appear at AEW events if she joined AEW. Because that would be big. Snoop Dogg's still a big name. And he's been a part of her career. You don't agree with me, huh?
1: <laughs> I think that's worse than Roman Reigns calling The Rock his cousin. Why? I don't know because it's Snoop Dogg and look at you. You don't deserve to be in the same room as Snoop Dogg. I don't care if you share blood.
0: Yeah, but The Rock can't do anything for Roman Reigns. Snoop Dogg can fucking be a yeah, big.
1: He can roll a blunt and get her fired.
0: Hey, well, nobody's he her can... out. You don't think having Call Snoop Uncle Dogg Snoop on an AEW show is up. gonna? You don't think having Snoop Dogg on an AEW show would promote him? He's a bigger name than anybody else on their roster. He. Uh... You don't think that'd be a positive for AEW? Oh, yeah, okay. AEW. I thought
1: we were still on the E. What are you talking e. about? I just thought we were still on the E and the leverage.
0: No, I said I said I I prefaced this by saying this would not make a difference for WWE, but it would be a positive if she went to AEW and Snoop Dogg boycotted WWE but made an appearance or appearances for AEW. You think
1: if Snoop she Dogg joined AEW? The e?
0: I I don't know. I'm just putting a hypothetical on
1: I think Snoop Dogg's waiting for his Hall of Fame
0: ring. He'll, He'll get it. Him and Cheech and Chong. Let's move on to another great woman who made a poor decision. Rhea Ripley had to issue an apology this Thursday in regards to a homophobic slur that she accidentally let slip during a Twitch live stream. Her apology reads, Demi Bennett speaking here, and for those of you who haven't figured that the fuck out, that's her legal name. I know a lot of you are upset with me after tonight. She wrote this that night, not today. But I just want to publicly say that I am sorry. My brain-to-mouth filter came down for a second, and I forgot that some words are a big no-no to a lot of people. I am a firm believer that everyone should be treated equally, whether that be race or sexual orientation. With that said, I just want to say how dearly sorry I am to everyone that was offended by my choice of words tonight. Now, two things make this very ironic. First of all, the theme of that stream was actually expletives and insults. The thing was, is this was a fundraiser, and viewers who donated $10 would get personally berated by the former NXT UK Women's Champion, who was in the midst of a string of savagery. When the slur at hand happened, she she called somebody a stupid motherfucking f word for homosexual. And there was a, it was a it.
1: big string of things too. I think cunt was in there. There was a whole lot of
0: yeah. So first of all, people were asking her for to do this, and it was she's supposed to be saying negative things. Now, yes, you could say being homosexual isn't negative, and I agree a hundred percent. I love homosexuals, and I wish I was homosexual. I've tried it. I just can't get into the sex part of it. But, uh, the word, the F word, is a negative connotation. That's what she used. Is that right? Is that wrong? That's not for Pastey and I to say. She said it. She apologized. Something else that hasn't been brought up enough, I think, in most things that I've read about this, is that Rhea Ripley herself is bisexual. So I honestly don't think she has any dislike for homosexuals at all. No. It's just something that, you know, To her, it's probably
1: like the N word for black people.
0: Maybe, maybe not. I don't. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I don't. I don't know. Also, let's admit she's from Australia, and Australians use some pretty foul, dirty language. Oh yeah, like they're they're good at just letting shit go. Ten
1: dollars to get cut down by her.
0: Oh, yeah, the, worst, the person that she said fly it
1: to—I'm surprised there wasn't more. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, the person she said it to—we should also say this—is not the was not offended by no. it at all. That, that had nothing to do with it. And there was, there was other people shock that caught on to this. Recognition
1: on her face when she said it in the stream. Oh yeah. So she knew she made a big no-no. She apologized for it, and the context of everything. She's gonna walk away from this just fine.
0: It's a good yeah. thing she's not still the women's champion. She stopped, she said it, she went, and she moved on, because I don't think this is going to hurt her in WWE at all. Um, If it was, the only thing that might hurt her in it is if for some reason WWE didn't know about this altogether, and so now there's a bunch of video and audio of her saying these horrible things Mm -hmm. that people can use later. I don't know, but from everything That's I've thing, read... If it
1: never would have left the stream, she wouldn't have even had to say anything. Well,
0: and I don't know that... I haven't seen anything where WWE's even upset about no, any of it. Nope. It's just random people.
1: She did it on her own. She handled it on her own.
0: And good for her. Um, she made a mistake. She's owned up to it. I think it's awesome. I love her as a performer. It's a
1: great thing of the Pacey. context of the whole thing. It really saves her a lot.
0: It, uh, it does. And we need to move on. I want you take over to the next part because this is this is you baby oh boy this is you and then we'll move on um we gotta keep things going so keep it going all right oh boy
1: welcome folks to the bray wyatt's firefly playhouse experience bray wyatt's new character angle was revealed this week as the host of a children's show much like blue's clues peewee's playhouse or mr roger's neighborhood this new Wyatt compound is called the Firefly Funhouse. After Bray welcomed everyone to the fi- the Funhouse, Firehouse, it, it'll probably turn into a firehouse.
0: You know what? It's going to, I'm
1: pretty <laughs> this sure. Is, it's so good. It's so bad, it's so good, it's, it's like Woken Mad Hardy almost. <laughs> so after he introduced his new friends that were teased over the last couple of weeks, we now know their names are Mercy the Buzzard, and Abby the witch, Happy the witch. No, it's Abby. He's come out and tweeted the name Abby the witch in a hash- hashtag. Oh, on
0: the video, it, it says sounded Abby the like witch.
1: it. There was like sound effects oh, happening at the okay. same time. A lot of people were confused for days. But he I'll confused. take your word for it. I I thought it was Happy. <laughs> I had, the had witch. it written as Happy the witch when I first wrote this down. Oh, I okay. thought for sure Abby
0: the witch is not near
1: as good as Happy the witch. But Abby, sister Abigail, it ties in, and that makes sense. He then acknowledges that he used to be a bad, bad man, but he bad. paid for his ways and was barbarically punished for it, and he will never return to being that giant loser again. He sports gloves that say hurt and heal, and they whisper to him. To prove that he has been cured, he pulls on a chainsaw and cuts a cardboard life-size stand of his previous self in half. I love it so much. This new Wyatt is happy, cheerful, and creepy as hell. This will undoubtedly be the sickest incarnation of the Eater of Worlds. Even if this gimmick is a little cringeworthy, at least it can't possibly be worse than his career thus far.
2: Oh boy, but he'll try
1: his best. And one thing you will never be able to take away from Wyndham Rotunda is his dedication to character. 100%. Dude, it's so bad, but it's so good. The more times you watch it, the more stuff you realize, which I think is a huge thing. The teaser videos were meh. They weren't in line enough with what we got. They were too dark for what we got.
0: I like <coughs> Yeah, it well, it was yeah, it was different. Um, I liked the two puppets. I think that's cool.
1: Did you notice on the wall by the door there was a attack in the wall but a picture missing, so there's more to what's going on than what we see.
0: I didn't notice that. I, <laughs> no, there's a I lot think, of stuff
1: like that. Little tiny stuff you'll notice watching
0: it. Through. I think they're trying with this character. I think Matt wrote this, but I don't think they're trying hard enough. And I'm glad you said that because my thing is nobody thought the the broken universe would work, and it worked perfectly. But you can't just copy Impact Wrestling and Matt Hardy's broken universe. They, they but, tried this once before. They tried to copy it. It didn't work. We're we grew up in the again, generation of these like... kids
1: shows, and we knew growing up as children, there was something unsettling about them. So for him to take this when WWE wants to push an edgier product to strike fear into children and and it's still the same Bray Wyatt gimmick. It's just a
0: new layer of paint over. It. I'm, I I want to give it. I, oh, I'm going to give it and a if chance. He has because... this, is he
1: a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Thing where he listens to his gloves and decides at the last minute what he's going to do.
0: See, that's never worked in wrestling, and that's one thing I've been worried about. He can't be. He has to be one or the other. It has never worked. in Bray pro Wyatt's wrestling never where done a like gimmick wrong. Part... WWE he's has done... <laughs> done Bray Wyatt wrong. Yes, and this is WWE's gimmick. Um, as you said, Wyndham Rotunda had nothing to do with this at all. He he fucking sat there and twenty seven times in the meeting said, "Where is the fucking swerved camera?"
1: WWE <laughs> is very behind this gimmick, uh, though they released today. Hundred percent. They released a uh, this week in WWE segment on YouTube about the whole thing.
0: It's 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 all WWE. It's none of it's none of the man Wyndham Retundum. You have to be this kind of person. Doink the clown was perfect as Doink the Clown. And um not Josh uh, I can't think of the guy's name. But anyways when it went to other people it just fucking sucked. And that's because obviously it's not the character it's the person. And I I would love for this to work. And if this was wait a second. If this was a B horror movie or something like that I could even see myself wanting to watch this. The thing is, it doesn't work with the Bray Wyatt character, Craytel. I don't think that it has anything to do with the man, Wyndham Rotunda. And I don't think... You have to you have to tell us right away, is he a face or is he a heel? Because as I said, it's almost never worked... Matt Bourne just came in, sorry. Matt Bourne was doink the, cl- the good Doink the Clown. Um, it's never worked for a pro wrestler to have the on again, off again. Just ask, um, wasn't it, uh, um, Doc Gallows? Wasn't he one of those? Like, he was retarded before, sorry, he was mentally challenged before he got to the ring, and then the bell rang, and he was, like, raging bull. Wasn't that his whole gimmick? Yeah. I didn't watch WWE at that time, Mm. so I don't know. But yeah, and that didn't get over. And everybody else has kind of been that. Yeah, but it didn't get over. No, it didn't last
1: long at all. So I just, this
0: isn't, this isn't, this, this is just another one of those things that's going to last for a couple of weeks and then he's going to be off TV for a few months again and it's like blah, 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 blah. We'll see. And we haven't even gotten to the rumors yet. I want to, I want to give it, I want to give it time. I'm going to give it a chance, because I think this could be great. If this was Lucha Underground, if this was Impact Wrestling, I think it could be great. And WWE, every now and then, pulls out a great one. Well, one
1: thing, if you've been connecting the dots over the last two weeks, WWE is very heavily reinstating gimmick characters. Characters based off of things that aren't just people. The, The Viking Express. Bray Wyatt
0: the experience you corrected me last yeah, time okay. I'm going to correct you this Well, week. that's what their name is going to be <laughs>
1: next week. So
0: that I was Express you know. sounds better. Yeah. The yeah, uh,
1: yeah with well, Bobby Rude, Robert Rude, very gimmick style character, especially for how closely he portrays
0: Mr. Perfect. Does it not make you think that WWE's kind of playing catch up again now? Because WWE's MLW, scared. Lucha they have to. They're diving
1: to the past to try to fix yeah. the future. They all
0: have those. They're playing endgame right now. <laughs> so let, let's talk about the the rumors that we've all heard of who Terry the Pterodactyl <laughs> and and Happy the Female Warlock are probably <laughs> going to be, or at least rumored to be. The rumor is pasty Terry the Pterodactyl is going to be Eric Young of San- Like this is going to be the new Sanity, Basically, is apparently yeah. what it's supposed to be. Is Eric Young is Terry the Pterodactyl, and Happy the female Warlock is going to be Nikki Cross, and obviously yeah, Alexander Wolf is on SmackDown. Killian Dane
1: and- is going to NXT UK.
0: So they're not going to be around. So it sounds like and And, and
1: from what I heard rumors. this evening is Wolf is probably going to go to SmackDown. So three of the four Sanity members will be there. So it's kind of all still up in the air. There's still room for a WWE call and audible on this. But from what it seems is, yeah, yeah, Nikki Cross and Eric Young. And
0: it's supposed to be that. And, and I, like <laughs> Brown, own, like, again, I like this If they all had their own like individual segments idea. in this kids' show, though, those two could pull it off. Yeah, because cause, cause what I like is I do like the idea, which probably WWE isn't going to do and smarter people who are just fans came up with this rumor is that Terry the pterodactyl, what's his name? Fucking, Mercy. We, Mercy the Buzzard. Mercy the Buzzard. Mercy the Buzzard is um, Eric Young but that, but only Bray Wyatt sees him as the Buzzard. We would all see him as Eric Young. He would wrestle as Eric Young, but but Bray Wyatt would see him as the buzzard. And Nikki Cross would be Sister Abigail, Abby the Witch, or whatever. But he would see her as the little puppet, and we would see her as a normal person. I love that idea. That is I great. I love it.
1: You can really dive deep into the fucking fucked up mind of Bray Wyatt. And, and all the things he talked about in his promos, now they can be tangible, physical things in the real world because of what you're doing with this gimmick.
2: If they Which do we've it been
1: right. asking for. Yes. We've been asking for that for a while. <clears throat> I, I'm so excited to see where this goes. And with the way WWE is pushing it, when, when they brought the Woken universe into WWE, they cringed and pushed it away. But now they're embracing it. They're making segments about
0: this, and putting them out there to try to draw are people they, to or it. Are they, are they facsimilating it to something that's a 2D rep, you know, reproduction of what was a 3D concept? I just think... We don't know. I don't know. So far, it's all been... WWE's deep, in
1: a very tough place right now, though. They need somebody to carry a very significant torch. And everybody's been saying for the longest time, Bray Wyatt is your man. Do right by him.
2: But let's be this honest. This is your last even... chance.
1: This Right? Right? There, there's... There, if Bray? they fuck this up,
0: there can be nothing
1: for Bray after this.
0: I, I think Bray already had his last chance. I ain't even gonna lie about that. I think even if this takes off, it's going to be a good six-month thing. It's, gonna be, it's going to be fashion police. I don't, gonna
2: think, so. I don't think so. It's going to be
0: too gimmicky. It is. It's going to be too gimmicky, Pasty, <laughs> that even if it's great and it sells, Vince is going to say it's too gimmicky and he's going to pull the plug. So, no, it's it's already too late for him. This cannot help him. I, I'm going to go out on limb and say that. But let's be honest, Pasty, WWE couldn't get Matt Hardy's broken universe over in WWE, and that was Matt Hardy's broken universe, you know what I mean, Yeah. so, first of all, WWE, they don't know how to do it, and they shouldn't do it, that's not their forte, I don't want to see that in WWE TV, I like it where I like it, I like it in Lucha Underground, I like it in TNA, you don't see Ring of Honor or MLW doing that kind of shit, because it's not their thing, you don't see Ring of Honor or um, New Japan doing that shit, it's not their thing. WWE doesn't need to do this. They need to go back. When WWE comes up with its own original shit, it can be fucking great. Yes. But they're not doing it. And honestly, I'm going to say, I'm going to double down on what I said, Pasty. Bray Wyatt's character is already gone. There's no, there's nothing that can save him. Say it, that say it is, as you want. But this is life Somewhere support.
1: deep down in your heart, you're just like me and we'll never
0: give up on Bray. I want it. No, I won't give up on Bray Wyatt. I won't give up on Wyndham Rotunda, Pasty. I have given up on Bray Wyatt's character. I, WWE ain't gonna be... Uh, he's the... Am I wrong to I say give, he's I've the best character WWE. actor
1: in wrestling today? I don't think I'm wrong uh, to you're say wrong, that Yes, you're
0: wrong to say that. Joey Ryan's the best character actor. Um, I would even say that Sammy Callahan is better than him. And I would say there's other character actors better than him. He's the best character actor in WWE right now. And that doesn't include NXT. Yeah.
1: He, he's their best clear shot at a, at a proxy Undertaker.
0: He's their best... Yeah, fuck. That's... Okay. You said what I was going to say. Thank you. We both agree on that. Yeah.
1: And they need it. They need that.
0: It's the best they got.
1: You need a chaotic evil in the company.
0: It, it needs to happen. Don't do wrong by this. Somebody who we're praying like hell. Somebody who's on the opposite end of the spectrum for Fat Mac at least. Somebody who, something that Fat Mac has so much promise for and thinks can do so great is AEW. We didn't even talk about Bray's
1: physique and how much better he looks.
0: He's worked hard to make this matter to Vince. We didn't, and when Big Show came back with them fucking abs and shit, he fucking became a world champion because that's fucking awesome. So let's, yeah, that means anything to Vince. <laughs> He's the one
1: telling <laughs> yes. him and Kevin Owens they need to lose weight. Okay,
2: Pasty, oh, okay. I'll give you
0: credit. I think the man has done a lot of work on his physique. He and looks is great. trying his best to appease. WWE to doesn't give a shit. WWE doesn't fucking care. They, they don't. Um, Braun Strowman. Big show. All of them got into super shape and they did nothing with him. Well, so if
1: they fuck up on this, I'm hoping that. Bray has like a, maybe a year, two year contract out left. And I'm hoping he just goes. He'd be better off anywhere else. So, this week we brought back the weekly elite dirt sheet. Yes, it team. couldn't be your weekly elite dirt sheet if we didn't do it at least bi-weekly. Or tri-weekly.
0: So we're bi now?
1: Yeah. Well, we blue. called it the Weekly Elite Dirt Sheet, because as time goes on, of course, there's going to be more and more news all the time. So.
0: And because we make our own rules, weekly can be fucking whatever week we want. Right. Fuck you, bitches. Turn this shit off if you don't like right. it. Right. ICP
1: is weekly, freakly, weekly was never weekly. Damn right. And they say it twice. Just pasty. What do we got on the dirt sheet today? Some good shit, kind of, mostly. I think it's pretty much good shit. The identity of Cody's opponent was released last Saturday night, right after we put out the episode. And nobody expected it. No, no, we haven't been talking about this for a long time at all. But it was still good to see, as his opponent will be Dustin Runnels. Or as you may know him now as just Dustin. Cody versus Dustin.
0: Really? Just Dustin? Yes. No? Am I wrong? Or could it be that he is using the Rhodes name to add insult to injury? Uh. By calling himself Rhodes when Cody
2: isn't allowed
0: to.
1: I must have just been warmly marking out too hard. (laughs) Because I was. And then when he started painting up with the red and black, I was like, oh shit. (laughs) Now you may ask how a WWE wrestler can be on an all elite card. Well, Dustin clear that up in a statement. I have requested, requested my release from WWE and it has been granted. I mean, obviously WWE has nothing for him, and it it's it's not gonna change the the landscape of the wrestling. Yeah, and just
0: ask just ask Luke Harper and Sasha Banks. If you want to go, you can <laughs> go. Rey Mysterio will tell you that. Uh, I think
1: Dustin put in more than his dues in WWE. Oh no shit. <laughs> I'm taking this time to explore some of those many opportunities. Life is too short to not take all the chances you feel driven to take. And I will give this next li- chapter of my life my full fork- My, my- Forkis! Yes. My full fork- <laughs>
2: You said it twice, buddy!
1: <laughs> my full focus and work. I would appreciate your continued support as I turn this page in my life and go over this Journey may lead me next. I I am focusing on this one very well. I'm really happy that WWE was gracious enough to know No you know where he's going.
0: Oh, they knew you they knew too.
1: exactly what was happening. But you also know it's gonna be a one-hit wonder, and then it's not gonna be talked about
0: anymore. I kinda feel like and this is gonna contradict almost everything I've said so far in this podcast, but Let's not forget Vince McMahon is the king of contradictions. Uh, Eric Bischoff is the king of controversy. Vince McMahon is the king of contradictions. I feel like Dustin and Val Venus is the king of
1: contraception.
0: Yes, I feel like Dustin Runnels went into Vince McMahon's office, sat down, talked to him, explained to him he didn't think there was anything left for him to do in WWE. He wanted to leave. I wouldn't be surprised if he actually talked about AEW with Vince, and I would not be surprised if Vince said, well, pal, you wanna go, go. I like to feel, and I honestly believe that that's how that went. That sounds contradictory to everything we've said so far, but I think Vince McMahon is two people, not literally, but I feel he's of two minds.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I definitely think, uh, I definitely think Goldust caught him on the good day.
2: And let's be honest, he Luke knows, Harper and Sasha Banks when Vince are not going
1: to a good day versus a bad day after all these years.
0: And and don't forget, multiple people including Bruce Pritchard and Chris Jericho have said, if you talk to Vince right after he's eaten, you have got a better chance. <laughs> and I'm sure Gold Dust knows that. Right. Oh yeah. Don't hit him up when he's hungry. Hit him up after he's just and eaten. And bring a
1: Snickers, damn it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not yourself, Vince. <laughs> This is good. This is good. Um, this is definitely It might not be the biggest news,
1: but it's, double it's or nothing. It's full circle heartwarming and I'm glad it's happening.
0: Yeah, I I'm, I'm split right now because first of all, this should not be the double or nothing main event. And it sounds no, like it, it should is. not be the main event. I think
1: well Cody versus Kenny I think is your hands down.
0: If not the Bros
1: versus the Bucks. Yeah, but Cody versus Kenny isn't happening. So, no, I think I think um, matter. if you count the last three matches as your main event, I think this comes first. Which three? Those three. What three? I'm saying I I think my prediction for the order of the show the last three, third from the end is going to be Cody Dustin, then it's going to be Bucks Bros, and then it'll be Omega Jericho. You said Cody
0: Omega. That's why oh, I was sorry, confused. Sorry. Okay, that's what was throwing me off, buddy. That's why I, I, Thank you. That's why I said it's not happening. At
1: this Pasty has been brought okay. to you by Jim Beam.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, yes. I would agree that's how it should be. It sounds like this is going to be the main event, but they can always change it however they want. And let's be honest, I don't think any of us expected All In to have the main event and had no. it. Holy shit, I said had it too. You but, did. Um, it had, this one brought to you by Coors Light, motherfuckers. <laughs> That added was for you, <laughs> um, so nobody expected that to be the main event, so they're doing main events different at least as far as we know with one show. This doesn't deserve it 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 and it screams they just recently put out a a a comment about how they don't want to be compared to w w e but the nepotism seems fucking strong already. And that scares me. Like, oh, you're friends of ours, your family of ours, your main event, you get put over everybody else, you get top building and fucking. I all think the this is a one bad. and done. It's like I think this is a one and done. I think Goldust
1: Gold Dust cannot go on forever. He's already went on for a lot longer than anybody ever predicted. Oh, I
0: agree, but what stops, you know, anybody else's shit from I think
1: this is it's a story that needs to be told and you cross my lines with the fact that Dustin is going by Dustin Rhodes, so Cody beats him. Cody takes back the Rhodes name. He could, and he should. Done. They should have the Rhodes yes. name on the line. I think that would be I, awesome. I,
0: if that doesn't happen, that's it's stupid. Because to let folks know who might not know, the family's surname is Runnels. The the man Dusty Rhodes that we all know and love. His real name was Dustin Runnels, um, but Dusty Rhodes, obviously, is a better name. He had children. He had Co- uh, Dustin Runnels, and he had Cody Runnels. Now, to let people know, Dustin Runnels and Dusty Rhodes actually grew up kind of together, but Dusty was always working, doing shit, wasn't, wasn't really around, and in fact, a lot of time they didn't like each other. By the time Cody was born, Dusty wasn't really on the road, wasn't wrestling all the time. Them two had a tight relationship. Over the years, such as um, Stone Cold Steve Austin changed his name from Steve Williams to Steve Austin, Cody Rhodes changed his name legally to Cody, whatever my middle name is, Runnels Rhodes. So his legal last name is Rhodes. So technically, he can actually wrestle under the Rhodes name, but he hasn't since leaving
2: See, WWE.
1: And this leads me to think the genius of Cody himself, because since he came back to the indie scene, he has only went by Cody, saying that Correct. he could use Rhodes and he will at an important time in the future. Exactly. He's and been Runnels. For this since he left WWE, <laughs> motherfucker. It's awesome because
0: Dustin Runnels' that legal name brain, is though. Runnels. Is His last good. name is not Rhodes. Dustin does not. He is a legal Runnels and doesn't own the Rhodes name. So that is awesome that I, I like what they're doing with this. I do. I love it. I don't think it should be the main event.
1: No. But I don't care how hard Cody one. is in the ring. The business brain is going to make that boy a
0: legend. <laughs> uh, behind the scenes,
1: yeah. I I don't know that in the
2: ring. Not in I the ring. Just no, starting... Not in
1: the ring at all. But oh. I think just starting AEW, he's, he's already a legend. I think his name is as credible as Hulk Hogan when you say it in a wrestling bubble. That business mind. That business mind is what's gonna hurt Vince the most. And the thing is is Cody knows WWE. He knows Vince. His dad told him all about it. His brother told him all about it. And then he that'd lived it.
0: Like, that'd be like saying Jeff Jarrett is on the same level as Hogan. He started TNA wrestling, and he knew WWE, and he knew yeah, but he actually, Jeff he Jarrett, has, and WWE if Cody better starts than Cody, trying
1: to buy and sell gold,
0: I'll change my view 100%. Cody so He's just trying to sell strategy as Jeff Jarrett though. So far, everything he's done has been the exact same strategy. Find a family with a lot of money who likes wrestling. Convince them to invest in you. Hire your friends and family. It's the exact same so far, Pasty. Except, and he's a third generation, just like Jeff Jarrett. Or is he only a second generation? He might only be a second generation and Jeff Jarrett was a third generation. I don't know. I... I, don't get me wrong. I don't want to. I don't think AEW is TNA by no means, and I don't think that Khan is Carter in no means. I don't. I really think this is very different. I'm just gonna call a spade a spade and say that they need to work harder at distancing themselves from this kind of shit. They they do, and I think that's
1: kind of why you get it out of the way at square one. You know what I mean?
0: To be fair, this is alleged. This is actually the very first pay per view. Of all Elite yes. wrestling, and it's two Rhodes brothers in the main event. As of now, it's so good. No, it isn't. They should be. The, they should be opening it. They should be the well, hot. No, no, no. open. no, They should. Be, everybody gets. They should be
1: like flat in the middle.
0: I want them to be the hot open. Fuck it, be the hot open. Get everybody excited, and then let something huge like fucking Jericho Omega finish the match out. You can put the Bucks in the middle, or even like, you know, third to last. I think
1: if anybody knows their place. In a card, I think it's Cody and Dustin, and I'm hoping so.
0: I don't think Cody knows his place in the card because he's been put way too fucking high. On I don't think cards cody I, I don't think has watched.
1: Cody has a lot of ring time left. I think good, he's going to good, be good. very happy with being good. the business brain.
0: I like him in the business yeah, oh, I, like, I think he's got the business, he's got the smarts, he's got the acumen. Stay out of the fucking ring, Cody, and make it make it small appearances to make a big impact.
1: I don't, I I can't remember the time I've been so impressed with somebody's mindset in their position as I am with Cody currently and continuously.
0: I like it. I do.
2: He's I'm not a good wrestler.
0: He's not. I'm going to leave you at that. Mean. Let's end on it's not a okay. good wrestler. Ollie Lee Wrestling <laughs> signed. Three more talents so pasty to their roster. All right. Actually, four. But that's alright. I, I said three. The team of Only private party. Only one really matters. Yeah, and that's Norfernum. Yeah, obviously. of course. But... I was thinking they, Mark Quinn. <laughs> they've already <laughs> hired the team of a private party consisting of Mark Quinn and Isaac Cassidy who have primarily wrestled, wrestled for a House of Glory in New York. They also hired Peter Avalon, best known in Pro Wrestling Guerrilla and Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, but he was also in TNA for a cup of coffee as Norv Furnum. Such a good name. <laughs> oh, he was a jobber, completely. Next week, the and, Viking uh, Warriors are going to be known as Norv Furnum. <laughs> Norv Furnum and Norv. Furnum, the Vikings Warriors. <laughs> And last but not least, Pasty, and I was excited yes. for this one, Leva Bates, a.k.a. Blue Pants, the is joining the promotion as a librarian! Yeah. Well, it's still up oh in my the God. air, because
1: half of them are pulling for the, from the, for the dude from last week with a mustache who I don't even care if he even wrestles in all elite. Leva Bates, though, we said That's this! That's Peter Avalon. We called this shit! And you Doesn't know what? she want a
0: mine on the top ten? Uh, yeah, yeah, she was. And you know what? I, I feel like this, this harkens back to Miss Hancock, who was Stacy Keebler back in the WCW days, where it's like Except Leva Bates can wrestle. Right. <laughs> like awesomely. Obviously Miss Hancock Stacey, uh, Keebler, Stacey Keebler
1: couldn't. Corey Wilson used Stacy Keebler as a crutch to make herself look better during the the Hall of Fame induction. Like I didn't know much, but luckily
0: Stacy Keebler was there and she took most of the heat. <laughs> right yeah she did she did um so this is awesome i think this is some great talent i was not big on peter avalon as Nora Furman, but again he was brought in as a jobber so what can you say i honestly am going to be honest i don't know private party that much not because i don't follow black wrestlers i just don't know them. i like I'm the team sorry. name i do and um house of glory in new york We don't get around here, so I could probably find it if I search really hard on the internet, but I don't. But I think it's cool that AEW are bringing in these people that even some of us nerds don't know, unless we're from that area. I'm
1: I'm excited for that. I'm actually more excited for these wrestlers that I'm not sure of, or maybe have heard of in passing.
0: Yeah, you're going to get these people you haven't watched against some of your favorites, and you'll get to see who stands out. Yeah, no, I definitely, with
1: AEW going forward, I... I like the card that's coming for Double or Nothing, but I want to see something extremely different the next pay per view. You know what I mean? Put some of these, Agreed. put some of these veterans with some of these rookies, and see how it plays out. Especially if you're saying
0: wins versus losses matters. Yeah, let's, let's mix fucking it up, spice that shit up. Let's have Norm Furnum beat fucking Kenny Omega and see what happens. Why not? And, you know, the the classic saying is, anyone can beat anyone uh, on any
1: given um, day, right? And as
0: an EVP, you should be more than
1: willing to fucking do the job for anybody, if the circumstances oh, yeah. are right.
0: Oh, for sure. If it, if it means building a talent, you should, definitely. Okay, Pasty, we got uh, some more AEW news, and then we gotta get into predictions, and we might get into the shakeup. Let's. What do we got here? Some shucky ducky fuckery. Quack quack.
1: Sports Illustrated has an update on Starcast Two, direct from Conrad Thompson. Oh, shit. The Undertaker and Kurt Angle have both been pulled from appearing at the Starcast Two, See, it isn't which takes place during AEW's Double or Nothing festivities. The Phenom would probably have been the biggest get for the event, but Conrad says WWE did not want him to be a part of it. Thompson then asked to get Shawn Michaels to appear, but was told that no main roster stars would be permitted to
0: appear in the interview. Shawn Michaels is the main roster? I guess. <laughs> I love that. That that's the part that made me chuckle. <laughs> like, alright, he's main roster. I haven't fucking seen him in two years, right. but okay. He did that one
1: match in that one country that everybody boycotted. <laughs>
0: there you go.
1: Uh In an interview, the Podfather said Vince McMahon texted The Undertaker about the appearance. Taker's representation, which is a company called Get Engaged. (laughs) Weddings and funerals. That's that's so good. (laughs) They called to tell me WWE says he can't do it. I suggested Vince McMahon, Hunter, Stephanie McMahon, and I said I would donate 100% of the proceeds to Connors Cure. And match the donation personally. Which would turn a negative into a positive for everyone involved. Leaving WWE in a position to turn down a massive donation
0: to their own charity. Yeah, you gotta... To hold their first ego. Of all, first of all, I admit it's dirty for Conrad Thompson to say Dude, that. Because if they if they, they professionally it, didn't want to do it, they they weren't going to do it. But fucking what did they do at the You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like... Yeah, kowtow a little bit and say, you know what, okay, we're the bigger people and we, as WWE, are going to appear on this little dinky shit star cast just so that we can get more money for Connor's Cure. Fuck. It would make them it'd look so Maybe would be good so for WWE's great. ratings.
2: <gasps> oh,
0: it'd be fan-fucking-tastic. Like, it would... They have nothing but they could look nothing but good now don't get me wrong conrad thompson looks nothing but good either way if they say no well, conrad thompson he's the got guy the that got on shit this. on he and if they say yes he gets fucking vince or hunter or <laughs> stephanie or, or whoever he wants so so he he was in a you know in a win-win situation let's be honest i'm he sure they just
1: reset the, main, the same email saying main roster superstars will not be involved <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, he, he didn't do this for Conor's cure, and we get that. And 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 but, let's
1: not dodge the fact either. WWE just signed new arrangements with Undertaker and Kurt Angle to make this happen. These it's oh, not yeah. something that was in place. Because these guys were clear and free.
0: Well well no. They were both under contract, but they had outside bookings and as always with every um every one of these kind of contracts. WWE has the right to say, no, you can't do this because we need you for this. This could be a gray area where maybe they don't need him for something, but they're going to say no anyways. But, I mean, they are under contract. Just because they're taking outside bookings doesn't mean they're not under contract. But, it, it, I give con. <laughs> you know what, Conrad Thompson went out of his way to make WWE look like shit after they screwed him. After they made him look like shit because he said Undertaker was yeah. going to be there and he said Angle was going to be there. So I give him a super high five. Like, way to go. These motherfuckers need to get put in their place. WWE
1: also issued a statement saying they harbor no negative feelings towards Conrad Thompson or Starcast 2.
0: Well, you know who wrote that, don't you? Bruce
2: Prichard? <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> i on the inside. <laughs> I think it's funny
1: because WWE is... Potentially got all these guys inside AEW fucking shit up from the inside. And then they're like, yeah, we'll hire, we'll hire Bruce Pritchard." You have to know at that point, he's kind of a plant, right?
0: I don't know what's <laughs> going on. This is, this is, uh, this is, I want to say it's Petty, but I don't know. Uh,
1: it's the best kind okay, of Okay, first of all. It's the best first kind. of it's all. It's
0: Tom Petty. Dub w- Craig Rock, but that's okay. WWE pulling Undertaker and Angle is smart from a business perspective. I'll say that first because StarCast is closely associated with not only Independence but very much AEW. We you know mean that, right? wrestling fans? Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> WWE has acknowledged WWE that they are not wrestling. wrestling. WWE is not wrestling and they don't... So, okay. I get that. But as soon as Conrad Thompson pulled that card, they should not have fucking called his bluff. They should have said, okay, for Connor's cure, we're doing this, and they should put it on the network, and they should promote themselves, and they should get as much out of this as they can, where they said, Hey, here's this upstart company that everybody says we're scared of. We're standing but we're with. We're gonna that. go there, we're gonna promote them. We're going to fucking take it by the balls because we're not scared of anybody because we're the best and nobody can take us down. By them pulling them back, they are saying we're scared. That's all WWE's been saying since
1: fucking WrestleMania. It is! It. it is! Every single week, we're berated with more notes that they're fucking terrified of what's happening. But this was their
0: chance to fucking to go out there and say they weren't scared. This was their chance! The problem
1: is Conrad the battle gave him Mrs. that. Mrs.
0: Pride and the shareholders.
1: Burn all of them. Shit. <laughs> As Seth Rollins would say, burn it down. Yeah. It's just
0: all right. It's so much, and like we're gonna have a full segment on all of this. It's gonna be good. We got a lot <laughs> to bring up on. We got one more thing to go over. We're not gonna be able to, be able to go over the other stuff, but I want to get these in real quick. Paste here. We're just going to rattle off our Impact Wrestling Rebellion predictions. The paper Rapid can fire out this style. Weekend. Yes. So, we got Gail Kim versus Tessa Blanchard. Who do you got? Tessa PC? Blanchard. I got Tessa Blanchard. Gail Kim came out of retirement for this, but I think she's going to put over the young up-and-comer who is amazing. That's the thing you do Gail, when uh, you're a decent person. And Gail Kim is, and she's amazing, and I don't think she wants to keep wrestling full-time, so... No. X Division Championship match. We got the champion Rich Swan defending his title against Sammy Callahan of OVE. I got, I got Rich Swan. I'm going Callahan. Ohio versus every. You team don't Ohio's want. You don't home. want endgame
1: spoilers on your pay
0: per view. That is true. Also, Uh, we got Knockouts Championship match. The champion of Valkyrie will be defending her title against. What Fat Mac thinks is probably one of the most beautiful bodies in women's professional wrestling, and I don't like to sexualize women, but my gosh, she's just gorgeous. Pasty, what do you got? Oh, I got Jordy and Grace. I got Ty Valkyrie. Let's just take a second here, and I don't wanna make this sound negative. Pasty, we got two full figured women They're wrestling women. for a championship They're real, title. Tangible who are good women. fucking wrestling. Yes. Yeah. God, this is awesome. This is not fucking bikini babes gone wild. We're gonna pull a hair and slap each other. And if other. not.
1: Is oh, it, we got a big woman who's a botch machine named Nia Jax.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. These aren't these aren't big skilled, broads. These are not at skilled, all. Curvy. real skilled women. Women, awesome. Up next, we got Full Metal Man Tag Team Championship <laughs> match. The Lucha Brothers are defending their titles against LAX. That is right, Ray Phoenix and Penta El Cerro M versus Ortiz. Oh, I forgot. Who the fuck's in LAX, Pasty?
1: Well, they change all the time. Did he get a new okay.
0: generation yet? <laughs> no, but so the same. But Ortiz and the other guy. What do we got?
1: Uh, I'm going Lucha Bros, but I think I'm wrong.
0: I'm going LAX. Full Metal Mayhem is right up their alley. Although, it is right up Penta El Cero M's alley also. I think this could run away being the match of the fucking Oh, day. it'll be good. I'm also excited to see Rich Swann in a
1: hardcore environment if, if Callahan
0: gets his way. Oh, for sure. And main event, we got the Impact World Championship with Lance Storm as the special guest referee. Johnny Impact is defending the Impact Championship versus, they call him, Brian Cage. Who do you got, Pasty? Mucho Mundo Nitro. I'm with you there. I think Johnny ends up keeping it. I don't... I can't get behind Cage. I think he's a person somebody could put something
2: on, but I can't get behind I also him. think
1: Lance Storm as a ref is kind of like, uh, Johnny's been around for a long fucking time. So if Lance is going to have somebody's back, it's probably him.
0: Well, that brings us to the tiebreaker, pasty. Does Lance Storm turn heel and help out Johnny Impact? Or does he stay face and help out Brian Cage? Let's say this is in Canada, and this is in Landstorm's hometown. Does he turn heel in his hometown, or does he stay a face? You know, I always call
1: it, and this time face, I'm going to let you call it, and I'll ride with the
0: other. Okay, I'm going to say he turns heel, then. I'm just going to go with that. All right. And say that he helps Johnny Impact keep the title. All right. Okay, so you're going to say he he, uh, he he stays, huh? Yeah. All right. So I got heal. You got. Face. I mean, we can't that both is... say no. No, we can't, and that that doesn't impact the results of that, and it might not even come into question. But if we come down to a tie, which I didn't even read at what we have, maybe we can't even get a tie. I don't know, but we, we have to have a tiebreaker. We've decided that. Steve, we have no more time left on the podcast. This was a really good one, a full one, uh, coming off of last week. We knew it was gonna be big, bold, and voluptuous. Yes, we did. And last
1: week was a good one too. Tell your friends about it. It's a great starting point for new listeners to beastix
0: podcast. Go back and watch Keeping It One Hundred, folks. It's amazing. Watch listen to that one. Then come and listen to this one. Yes. And then listen to that one again.
1: I think I think that's a it, it's an important episode in our And then listen to episode
0: thirteen of season one. Go do that. Do it. And then, check it out. just
1: hit play and let it play for days and days and days, because we got more content that you could ever possibly ask
0: for in the backlogs. Holy fuck. Woo! Over a hundred, Pasty. Over a hundred episodes. With that being said, of course, I am Fat Mac at episode 101.
1: And of course, I am Jim Beam. I mean, Pasty. Uh, episode 107.
2: My bladder is full.